0: Welcome to episode 38, guys, where, again, I talk about the power of planning and how you can create the life you want with my guest today, Mia Klitzes from Million Um I've interviewed Mia a couple of podcasts ago about her Moxie Organics range, and she has a really fantastic story about at a young age, actually, figuring out that she wanted to do something different. So following the paths of moving down the corporate ladder and looking up one moment and realizing that, hey, this isn't for me. I need to do something that makes a difference. I need to do something I feel comfortable in and really following that journey and creating those values and sets of morals and integrity that she's actually taken through into her business. So we chat about how to create the life you want, our little tips that we share on actually balancing work life, finding that sweet spot. And also chat with Mia about, you know, little things she does to keep healthy on the road um, and give you some inspiration about how you can integrate probably some small but really effective tools into daily life to help you balance creating an empire, running your family and just being your personal best. Hope you enjoy this podcast. The show notes will be on the au forward slash episode 38. And without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Mia. and welcome back to the Vitality Coach podcast. I'm your host Nikki and again I get super excited because I get to interview these incredible globe setters, globe trotters I was going to say, but you don't really trot anywhere, she sprints everywhere. So I'm together with Mia again from Moxie Gannets in their HQ which is very pink and which is why I feel totally at home. So Mia, thank you. Thank you. Um, I know we laughed a lot and we had a great and serious discussion about some tough topics with a really soft um, positioning and a really nice personal approach. So thank you for spending time talking about the Moxie Organic range and educating people on on how they can make great choices. I love that. Thank you. So very welcome. I love talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys realize how much of an entrepreneur we have sitting with us today, but we want to involve you in this discussion and have like a panel discussion together underneath the topic of you can create the life you want. And it's absolute pleasure when I get to sit with like-minded individuals that have decided to go against the grain and follow their vision and perhaps do things that might not be the easy way in life, but can create a difference. So Mia, that's exactly what we're going to share with people today. We're going to inspire them that they can do it. We're going to share some of your top tips um, that can perhaps empower people to get out their pen and paper and start making some lists. And then the end of it all, we can direct them back to the show notes for our sort of like, I think, takeouts from this. Sounds good. How does that sound? Perfect. Okay. So first of all, I think, what a defining moment, Mia, did you decide, right, I'm going to start a company at the age of 21, was it?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, look, I, I studied a Bachelor of Business Marketing and um, did some work experience uh, in a, in a big corporate environment at the time, um, at the same time as I was studying, which was quite challenging. But um, look, I unfortunately, I, I found it really hard to be taken seriously in that environment. It was a, a really male-dominated environment and as a young student and as a young woman, I actually found it really difficult to um, to get my my point across and to be taken seriously as a young businesswoman starting her career. And so I realised pretty quickly that um, the, the big serious corporate world wasn't going to be for me but didn't necessarily know what it was I was going to do. I just knew that I was eventually going to do my own thing. And so when the idea, crazy idea to put tampons in tins came up, I thought, well, this is my opportunity and pretty much just took it and ran with it.
0: Well, and I think what's interesting, it's not like you decided to come up and create some sexy business that was going to be the easy road. You also Mm -hmm. created a business that was around an industry that had a lot of scaremongering to it. It was Mm -hmm. a hush, hush, a lowdown. You know, no one wants to come out and say, woohoo, I just came out of the supermarket with a (laughs) box of tampons. So, I mean, you were also entering in in a product category that was already quite challenging. So, Mm -hmm. so kudos for that. So you must have meant something to you.
1: Look, well, definitely, I think um, you know being being a young woman at the time and and really understanding the experience that women go through when they get their period firsthand um, was a huge motivator for me because I obviously understood what I went through and I saw what my friends went through as well and and just recognized some of the fundamental issues around around the category and around the embarrassment um in talking about products and buying products. And so they're the things that i I really wanted to improve, you know for myself and and for my friends and and for. As many women as I could.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a really important point. You know, when we when you come in under the goal setting section or when you're in part of the coaching with me, or perhaps you're just listening to this podcast, driving to work or on the treadmill and you're like, Yeah, yeah, Nikki, create the life you want, sounds good. But it actually is about finding a topic that really resonates mm-hmm. with you because when you have that goal and conviction, you can't actually be derailed, even oh, if it's, it's the craziest idea. Yeah. Like I, I also know as well, I've I've known times where I would just keep working ridiculous hours but i would still keep doing it because i really believed in what i was doing so the first thing and i think that we have to go on our top tips in the show notes is find something that you're really passionate about you absolutely authentically are Mm -hmm. passionate about not just someone else's idea but what resonates with you so that's probably one of the, the defining things yeah
1: and i would say that for me definitely um you know it was something that that really resonated with me and that i was passionate about and nothing Nothing was going to stop me from achieving what what my what my goal was because I was so determined and I believed in it so much, and so I think part of the challenge is is even just finding
0: what it is that makes you yeah that absolutely drives you and that that um Yeah, and motivates you. And maybe we could touch on that a little bit because I know that that's probably the the biggest challenge that a lot of you are facing right now. Maybe you're changing careers, or you feel you've got to a point in your life where you've actually achieved all the titles, but you just don't have a mojo anymore. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of the things I love to say is we're mojo makers. We we help you find your mojo again and find your true calling. And sometimes that means you have to step out of the environment you're in and isolate yourself a little bit and just do some hard thinking and see what Mm -hmm. comes to the surface.
1: Yeah, and out of your comfort zone too. I think you know don't be scared um don't be don't be scared to be open to to new ideas and new concepts because you know it's incredible what can come from a crazy idea exactly and and maybe it's not so crazy
0: yeah and i think there's a seth Godin quote i don't quite know exactly what it is and i'll get Daniela to find it and put it on the show notes (laughs) but it's about the fact that fear is good we need that fear because if you've got that fear you know you're on the path to something which is creating change and you're out of your comfort zone and if you put one percent of your day into creating your new goals and vision 100 days later you're going to be 100% off so imagine if you spend 1% (laughs) of your day in your fear zone towards something you're really passionate about which we've done a thousand hours or more you know you're going to be creating this future self so don't be afraid to take that first step which is what you did
1: yeah and and look definitely I know it's 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 easier said than done sometimes but not to be scared of those moments because I think it's. it's really what what makes things even that much more rewarding when mm-hmm. you when you finally get to the end point or achieve that goal. And a little sort of personal motto that I have of my own is that if, if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it.
0: Yeah, that's a great
1: And yeah. it's, it, it really does sort of help give me that little kick I need sometimes because times do get tough whether you're at the start of your career or, um, you know, very established, you know, through it. It just really helps to, to check in sometimes and recalibrate and just – just make sure that you're still really passionate about what you're doing. That's just as important. We spend so much time at work or you know, at our jobs to not enjoy what we do. So I think it's really important to find those things that motivate you, that um, that resonate with you, and go for them.
0: Exactly, and I love that. I always use the word calibrate. I think that's an important point to come check in. So you mentioned that was one of your philosophies, mm. you know, like if, if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. Yeah. So you've got a couple of other philosophies as well you like to live by, you know, something about – just tough through it or, you know, you've got something about sticking with it and never giving up and what other things would you give someone that's just starting to sort of create their own path no matter where they are in their life?
1: Yeah. Um, I would say that, and it sounds a bit cliché, but I would say that it's it's okay to go with your gut mm. and I very much relied on my gut when I started my business because I, I didn't have the experience, I didn't have the expertise that, um, you know, a lot of other entrepreneurs have. Um, I, I just really didn't have that. I didn't have the Resources or really big budgets, and so um, a lot of what I did was just going with my gut and going with what I really felt was felt was right. Um,
0: And and look, it mostly paid off. Yeah, and you've had to hire a team from it. You've, I mean, that's the thing. You've also learnt from your mistakes. You didn't have like a soft cushion to 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 fall back on, and and that's our challenge to you guys: is trust. You know more than you think you do. We just don't trust our intuition enough. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Learn to trust yourself and and um yeah and just just go with your gut and look there there will be people that tell you that you can't do it and i faced a lot of adversity in the beginning because i you know i was quite young and people told me i was crazy and that i didn't know what i was doing or i was inexperienced and if anything that sort of just motivated me more and not necessarily to show them that i could do it but just to prove to myself that well hang on i really believe in this and i'm going to make a go of it and you know if it if it all falls over in a heap well then at least i've given it a go and I've ne- I'll never have to
0: have those you know what if moments yeah exactly um, and if it if it all works out then amazing <laughs> yeah and and generally speaking if you're going to combine something you're really really passionate about with your talents and a sense mm. of conviction, you can't really go wrong. you might go off track, you mm. might have to find a different avenue, you might have to find a different deep dream team, yeah. but if it's really the essence of what you really love, you'll find a way of making it work. so yeah. um, and I know you mentioned before being young and coming out with no experience, probably the biggest challenge for you was just having that true grit and doing it anyway yeah so <laughs> what what would you say now, who inspired you during that mm. process then? To keep going? Was there sort of people that you had in the back of your head that were sort of lights every now and then? Oh, definitely. And I think I'm really
1: fortunate that I've had a lot of those people along the way. And unfortunately, there were the people that, you know, weren't supportive, but I learnt pretty quickly to, um, to not have them play a big part in my life because they weren't, they weren't there to support me and that wasn't going to help me. So, um, firstly, surrounding myself with people that supported me was, was, super helpful and really inspiring, obviously. But um, there are a lot of incredible businesswomen um, over the years whose careers I followed, who I really look up to. Mm -hmm. Um, Carolyn Creswell is a a great example. She's incredible. And I guess I resonated with her story in the sense that she started her business, um, Carmen's you know, Fine Foods, when she was quite young as well, um, with little money and little experience. And so I really resonated with that and you know, following her career, it's just, it's been incredible. So I've really looked up to her and a lot of other female entrepreneurs like Janine Ellis of Boost Juice and, I mean, gosh, the list is, you know, endless, there's so many. Um, but the the other thing that's kept me really, really motivated and really inspired, I would say, are the women that um, are buying our products, yeah. that are buying Moxie, yeah. and the women that write to me to tell me that, that they've connected with with my brand and, and um, how much they value it is just so – it's you know, something about receiving a testimony or oh, feedback from I mean, someone
0: that's thousands away, miles it's, away, and it's, yeah, it and, brings and you still, back to reality. You know, nearly
1: ten years later to yeah. this day, it mm. still it still spins me out, and I mm. still appreciate it just as much as I did. You know, the first day I ever got a letter like that, just to have that sort of reassurance is, you know, from other women mm. is incredible, really rewarding. So that that definitely inspires me.
0: And what yep. would you say now? Um, you know, how do you inspire your team? So let's mm. let's give some kind of like top tips on keeping motivated in leadership positions mm-hmm. and keeping that sense of vitality in the workplace yeah. because you've got to have that creativity. So how do you share that with your team? What let's let's band around some ideas on what you do.
1: Yeah, look, I think it's so important, and I and I. Definitely a huge believer in the philosophy that you're only as good as your team. I think, you know, having the right people there to support you and vice versa is, you know, is crucial to the success of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think, anything that you that you want to do or achieve in life. Um, so, you know, for me, I'm really big on sharing my experiences, whether they're good or bad or whatever. So, you know, I really, you know, like like to share those and be quite open and transparent with my team about the things I've experienced. Um the other thing I would say is you know, fostering an environment whereby everyone's opinions and thoughts are heard and valued. That's that's something it's that like I good struggled communication, with. Yeah. yeah, good communication, mm-hmm. and I guess just as a leader or you know a manager or you know, in any sort of similar leadership role, um, is to just really encourage and empower your team to have a voice and you know to come to you with any ideas, because really ideas can come from you know, anywhere, anywhere, yeah. and anyone. You know, you don't necessarily have to be really experienced to have a great idea. So, um, just really fostering that sort of culture is is important. It's important. It's important for our team, definitely. And
0: how do you balance the work life aspect, to stay healthy, and mm. you know, I always talk about five elements of the winning weeks. So you've got your me time, your friends and family, yeah. your admin, your productivity, your health and well being. You've got these. So, you know, you're obviously stunning. You always present yourself really well. You're very professional. You say all the best things. (laughs) Well, you know what? You did tip me $5 at the beginning. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true, actually. But... uh... But you know, the thing is, is that we have to practice what we preach. And yeah. it, you, I always say we have organic times where things go really well. And then you have a week where you're constantly on the road, you're getting new distributors up or you're yeah. getting into a new market. You're not super, super woman. Mm-hmm. So what are your three little like magic things you just do for yourself?
1: The first is that I do my very, very best to switch off on weekends. So I don't work weekends. I try not to come into the office or check my emails or do anything like that. I found that because I love my job so much mm-hmm. and I love what I do and I'm so excited by every little thing that happens. Um, I love to be that hands-on with it. But the reality is is that my family time suffers and my friends' time suffer and just my own personal well-being suffers as well because I don't get downtime. So that's a big one is... Stay away from
0: the emails on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Digital detox. Absolutely. And it's yeah. so hard to do these days because it's everywhere and it's so accessible. Yeah. I plug my phone in downstairs yeah. in the office and I try and leave it all it's hard, laptop though, isn't closed. It? Yeah, it's really hard. But it, really it comes tough. with a you know, you, you have to practice it and then it becomes a habit. Definitely. And, and yeah. if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna say, I'm gonna have my weekends off, then actually tell your team as well. Mm-hmm. Like I spoke That's to my important. team yeah. last week. I said, you know what, don't email me on a Sunday because it I won't be able to reply or let's agree on Friday yeah. what needs to happen next week and let's set some boundaries for that yeah. so they can also communicate and they know what to expect because yeah. if you started off like that when you're building a company, you're going to work 24-7, but they'll come to a point where you can mm-hmm. draw a line in the sand and set new rules of engagement. Yeah, you absolutely. You have to communicate those to people. Definitely, all that communication, yeah. key, it's really important. Um, the second thing is is I just
1: love spending time with with my girlfriends. Mm. I love girl time on a Saturday Saturday. Um, whether that's, you know, brunch or we go out for a walk um, or we just, you know, visit each other's houses and have a chat. I just really love that downtime. And it it's just, it's one of my favorite, favorite times of the week. Um, And the third is that I love to keep active. Yeah. So I just find if I'm doing something that's physically strenuous, it's not only, you know, physically stimulating, but mentally stimulating as well. It gets my mind off things and, Um, And it's really important to get fit, I think. As you said, Mm. we spend so much time at work and I'm often travelling a lot and I spend a lot of time on planes and running around like crazy and I find it really helps for me to get out there, get some fresh air, whether it's going for a run or doing some yoga or taking taking my dog out for a walk. Mm-hmm. It's really important. That's, 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 that's my me time. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We could probably have a whole interview about dogs. We could have it, <laughs> <a>, yeah. <laughs> and but something. we will spare you guys that for sure. <laughs> but we might post some pictures with the show notes. Definitely. So you'll see. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have to get them together. But I think so. I, think a <laughs> I might run an entrepreneur's retreat where people can bring their dogs. That's amazing. I think that would be a good they're idea. They're so calming.
1: Like, yeah. I, just, I feel so great being around pets and yeah. animals because yeah, they're just – Just so warm and calming. And they're so there
0: in the moment. Yeah. There is no story of before and after. There's no, like, oh, my God. You know, dogs don't have drama. It's finding a ball or something to give you or whatever else. They're very in the moment. (laughs) So I think it's kind of like calibrating, isn't it? Absolutely. you've got digital detox. You've got your your reboot with your girlfriends where you can just you know, sort of get that energy back yeah. and get that warmth and that connection again and I think in an environment now where we 're so on social media and we 're so digitalized we we forget this human connection it 's actually one yeah. of my top points for people on, on becoming mm-hmm. excellent in what you do is actually just being a person again yeah, and and enjoying and cultivating strong relationships with like-minded people. absolutely. And I'm sure you've experienced this, but you may leave some people in your journey behind as you go forward. And it's not because mm-hmm. they don't love you or whatever else. Maybe some people just, you, your journey is going forward and you might have to find friends that actually support you. Yeah. So find like-minded individuals and friends that are going to be there for you no matter what. Absolutely. Yeah. Really important. Yeah. And I think even the guys as well, you know, a lot of the podcast listeners, I know that it's like 49, 51, so it's very even we're talking here. And I know that you're from all over the world, but it doesn't make a difference. Friends are friends. And however, whether you want to play golf, go surfing, or go in an MMA ring with your best mate, whatever works, reconnect with people on a personal level, reconnect with your family, and you'll find these moments of downtime will bring creative genius as well. Absolutely. And you just feel so refreshed as well when you get
1: back into your work environment or your creative environment. You do just feel so refreshed and rejuvenated, which is super important. It's just as important, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you've got these really great, um, you know, really great tips as well. That you've got your little moments and things. Do you have uh, a survival kit when you're traveling? Where you do you pre-pack your snacks and make healthy choices, or do you just wing it? I mean, you know, do you have now a routine that you Mm do?
1: Uh, Yeah, I kind of do. It's it's funny because Mm -hmm. (laughs) my friends tease me all the time because I. It just seems that no matter how many times I've traveled or how many times I've had to pack a suitcase, I still can't seem to get it right. And I think it's just because I really overthink it. I think I I just overthink things way too much and I always pack too much as well, but you never know what you're going to feel like wearing well, for the next day. Well, I mean, you it's... know what? That's it's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. So look, I've I've um I definitely have some staples and some must-haves. Um so of course there's there's my Moxie. Mm-hmm. And whether or not I need it, I I'm always conscious that there is a woman out there somewhere that may need it and she shouldn't be caught unaware like super
0: moxie I try to, to like. be I try to be so I've always got some in my case
1: and in my yeah. in my handbag just in case so there's always a good stash of moxie on hand um but look i do I do try and bring some snacks as well, some healthy packaged snacks if I know that I'm gonna to be on a long flight or if I'm going somewhere where I may not be able to you know make a a good healthy choice choice. that's going to agree with my tummy. So I do try and, and, you know, pack some bars or some, some, you know, nuts or something like that with me, definitely. Um, And the other thing is wet wipes. Oh, really? wet yeah. wipes i've got to add that
0: to the antibacterial doctors. wet wipes
1: yeah. just you never know when you need to wipe your hands or wipe down you know oh you'd like me surface I, I always open
0: elevators with my elbow and i OCD. don't touch the escalator yeah. sides and like go up like this as yeah,
1: well. oh, no, like, yeah if I, if I know if i can't wash my hands yeah. somewhere if i'm going to eat but i can't wash my hands exactly. i would like to have that yeah. Good tip. yeah 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 and the other is just you know good pair of jeans and a, and a white t-shirt good comfy clothing breathable
0: yeah, let's put some of those style tips. What we'll do is we'll put some some of these notes down on the show notes for you as well. Um and I'll put a link with everything in in the outro for this episode with the episode number, um, as well as Mia's uh, bio details and where you can find her as well. Both of us love Instagram. What yeah. is your what how can people find you on Instagram? We're at Moxie HQ. So it's M O X I E H Q. And that's a bit of a blend of everything, isn't it? It's travel, yeah, the products. It's a bit of everything. So it's really
1: just following yeah following us on on our on our little journey yeah whether that be you know product related or there's a lot of snaps from our travels in Uganda with our pads for pads initiative there's delicious things that I like to try and cook up for breakfast and all
0: kinds of things so yeah look it's 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 just all about having moxie and and having a bit of a bit of positive mojo. So Absolutely. one of the things I, I actually you just touched on the Uganda project. Another good thing which I love about Mia is that conscious living for her is not just a new product, but actually what she gives back. So you make great choices at home. Um, we can maybe list some ideas on, you know, choosing, you know, products that are not tested on animals, mm-hmm. hypoallergenic like, you know, parba free products or all yeah. those sorts of maybe we can do a sort of a household cleaning products. Yeah. list. And see what we're both using. But an interesting thing is all the, some proceeds of the profits of um, the Moxie pads actually go towards supporting young girls in Uganda um, with their own feminine mm-hmm. hygiene needs, which is really cool. So you've said you've reached more really than 6,500 women So, yeah,
1: now. And so nearly 6,500 girls. Yeah, so, so basically, it's, I mean, it's a really heartbreaking story. And when I heard about what goes on over there due to poor menstrual management, basically young girls are missing school. So they're missing up, up to 20% of their school year because they can't manage something as natural as their periods. And I thought, wow, in this day and age, that just that's crazy. Surely we have to do something about that. Um, and so yeah, like you said, look, it's a really, it's an enormous problem, but the solution is quite simple. And so we found a way um, to to be able to deliver a solution for these young girls and have our customers contribute in a meaningful way. So yeah, basically, part of the profits from the sale of our Moxie pad and liner products go towards uh, funding the manufacture and the distribution of reusable, so environmentally sustainable as well, pad products for these young girls. And so yeah, there's there's been almost six and a half thousand kits that have gone out, so each girl will get a year's supply of product, um, and we also provide menstrual hygiene education and sexual health education as well, which is just as important yeah, yeah, in the program.
0: So, so not only are yeah. you running your own business that you started <laughs> when you were 21, but you're also running a balanced life that you try really hard to do Trying. with your friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't, there is no switch where it's going to happen straight away. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, it's a constant. And it's not easy. You know, it's, you know, it's not yeah. easy. It's, you do have to work at it, but... It's worth it. It, it, It's absolutely worth it, and it keeps you on your toes too. And it's really fun. Yeah, and and don't you think as well that sometimes people say to you, "Oh, how do you do that?" Or you're so lucky, but actually, every one of you listening right now, and if you're watching this video and. If you're reading this um, show notes or a blog that's following up on it, you absolutely have the power to create the life you want too. You Mm -hmm. have just as much opportunity as I do, as Mia does, um, as anyone else that inspires you. But just take a moment to think what do I really want to do with my life? What Mm -hmm. would my life, what would I want it to look like? How would you design your life? What do you want your weekends to look like? Who do you want in your life? You know, what type of business do you want to be doing? Who do you want working with you? All those things are questions that need to be answered. Mm -hmm. They can't, if you don't, Do that, you'll get the one you're given. Yeah, you'll get the people you're given, you'll get the routine you're given. You must actually define all those things, and it might take a while to get there, but it really happens. Yeah, and sometimes I forget that. I'm like oh, I'm working in my bikini and my dog is sitting next to me and yeah. I'm writing a book and it's. Yeah, and everyone's like, you're so lucky. And I'm like, I don't think so. But it's just because it just happened yeah. because of all those times of actually feeling that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. And then the next day I'm happy to be here in Melbourne um, and interviewing you and getting an injection of culture and intelligence and camaraderie, which yeah. I really love as well. So yeah. I encourage you to do what Mia and I are doing and have conversations with people that are yeah. inspiring you in your own backyard as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. And And I guess two really interesting points on that. I agree 110% with everything you said. Um, For me, it's about, you know, goal setting as well. Um, And, you know setting some really you know, audacious out there goals that you may not think are achievable. But when you when you break those down into smaller goals, you realize that they are. So chipping away at things every day or just changing something in your lifestyle every day, working towards a big goal, it, you may actually discover that it's easy, much easier to get there than than what you first thought. So I found that really, really works for me Yeah. when I great. thought something is so out of reach. And Pads for Pads was one of those things. I thought, well, okay, I want to support at least 5,000 girls by the end of the year. And so, oh my goodness, how are we going to do that? But it happened, and you know now we're at nearly six and a half. So um, if you break those down into smaller, more manageable tasks, you you really can not get there. And and the other thing is is um for me what really put things in perspective was going to Uganda and meeting a lot of these women that have got a lot less opportunities and resources than what I do. And now I I have those moments where I think, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Or this is crazy. Or you know everyone has those down days, and you know that's okay. I think we all go through them, but. Seeing the really understanding firsthand the tenacity of these women and the drive and what they've been able to accomplish and achieve. Mm. So, you know, women in far less fortunate situations that are now, you know, financially independent, they're now developing their own skills, they're educating their children, becoming leaders in their communities that were previously, you know, male dominated. They're doing some incredible things and they've they've literally, you know, come from nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly, um, exactly. And I just think, wow, I've got I've got, you know, everything at my disposal. That I could possibly need. Surely, surely I can, you know.
0: Yeah, it gives you my some goals. relativity, doesn't it? It does,
1: and it just puts things in perspective a little. Yeah. And you know, all our situations, everyone's situation is different. But it's just about having that perspective and going. Well, you know what? If I really want it, surely there's a way. There's a way that I can do it.
0: Yeah, and there's I a, lot of, a lot of stories from hardship where people have yeah. come and overcome adversity because they've yeah. got a sense of spirit and drive and a sense of self-worth. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that you get across in your products and how you deliver things as well, and we're encouraging that. Um, what would you say one piece of advice would be mm-hmm. then to our listeners that maybe it's not about being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's just about saying, you know what, I want to make positive choices to cook healthy for my family, or yes. I just want to have permission to be in my best possible shape and feel fantastic, and not have to mm. argue with myself all the time. Like, what what piece of advice would you say to get that consistency, just to follow your conviction mm. to be the best of you? Um, two things I would say. The first is is probably what I just
1: mentioned there would be goal setting. Yeah, and setting a re, you know really some really big goals and then some smaller goals under that that are achievable. So you know, for example, you may start with. Um, I don't know. I want to get super fit by Christmas. So you might say, okay, well, I'm going to start by going for a walk twice a week and doing that for a month. And then I'm going to up that to, you know, two walks and a yoga session or something. Uh, So I find that that really helps, just breaking it down and making it more manageable because then it's just not as daunting Mm -hmm. and it's not so it doesn't feel so out of reach. And the second thing is accountability. So I think telling people. So whenever I've set a goal for myself or if there's something that I want to do, I, I tell people, I tell my friends, I tell my family, and so they check in with me and they always ask me about it and I... I don't want to have to tell them that I haven't done it. <laughs> so so I find that that kind of motivates me as well. You know, the more, the more I tell people, the more people are going to ask me and hold me accountable in a way. And yeah. sometimes I do ask people to hold me accountable.
0: Well, you have a high sense of achievement, and I think some people struggle with that. They make big goals or they make their yearly health and fitness goals and they do announce it, but then they never actually follow up because they don't value themselves enough mm. and they don't believe in themselves. And you've got a good sense of self-belief. So I think those things are really important you know set some goals whether it's goals that you've always had and you need to bring them out mm-hmm. again put them front and center on a giant post-it note yeah and secondly if you do want to share that with your friends and family ask them for support because it's mm-hmm. human nature to go come on Nikki's not there have a yeah. glass of wine or and it's so easy sure? here's <laughs> some chocolate you know yeah. or like it's a silly idea setting up your own company just come and work for me yeah, yeah. so really you've got to have that first of all that self-belief and conviction mm-hmm. for what you're doing and then you've got to actually ask people to support you, you You can't expect they're going to give you the resilience and the verbal support and the actual support unless you ask them and you say, you know what, I really need this. This is different this time.
1: And and communicate that and Mm. and really express how important it is to you to achieve that goal and find the people that are going to support you. And that may not be everybody, but that's okay. You just need a few. Yeah, you just need a few. Just find the ones that are really going to have your back and and really help you to, to achieve those
0: goals. Exactly. So we've discussed some really wonderful things. Mia, you have always sharing some really great insights and some practical advice as well and very approachable. Um, so remember, guys, goal setting is really important. Be prepared. Respect yourself. Don't be afraid to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Find your dream team. I know that these are all phrases we use so often, but it's so lovely to hear it put in a different perspective mm-hmm. with someone that has seemingly it all together on the outside but knows what hard work really means
1: yeah absolutely it's yeah it's it's not an easy road but it's 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 possible it's definitely possible and I think that's the key really is is that you know if you do surround yourself with the right people and, and you believe in yourself and your abilities then pretty incredible what you can achieve yeah Yeah.
0: you're pretty unstoppable aren't you when you're on when you're on a combination (laughs) like that yeah yeah I do my best yeah (laughs) (laughs) always ticking exactly so don't be afraid if you do have a lot of ideas as well write them all down and and find people around you that inspire you Mm. and start going to more opportunities but find authentic people I think that's probably what I want to end on yeah is find authentic goals and authentic people and then you know what there's no greater gift really Mm. so um and i I think i don't know if you want to have any other sort of comment sort of wrap up for you what your vision is for the next few years or what you hope to think or do you feel you're in a really good place now you're just kind of balancing all those things out yeah look i think i i I personally i do feel in a really good place i feel really fortunate
1: to still be quite young I'm, i'm 31 okay I'm nearly 32 <laughs> almost 32 but you know I feel like I've come to a point um, in my life and my career where I'm really happy with where things are at and I I just feel so fortunate that I've had the opportunities I've had um, and just feel so lucky that you know I love my job and I get to work with great people every single day um, so so yeah I mean pads for pads particularly is a huge huge motivator for me and it's something that I'm personally really attached to and and really motivated in just growing and making it as big as possible I mean there are millions of girls in the world that that need our kind of support and I feel like I've been fortunate enough um, you know, to have an education and and you know have the opportunities that have been presented to me and so to to go out there and sort of share that now as much as I can is something that's really important to me so even just beyond the business and beyond just You know, having a great product and a great team, kind of feel like there's a bit of a giving back. Yeah, a bit of a high purpose at the moment Mm -hmm. and everything's
0: now starting to make sense. Um, I wonder why it is that we if we really feel we have a higher purpose, why often there 's a sense of well, we can 't really say that, so I think yeah. i think isn 't it funny there is abundance there 's enough for everybody to go around if you do feel that you have this conviction to help others mm-hmm. and it doesn 't always have to be commercially follow that be proud of that yeah. uh, make you know find out what it is that 's important to you, and even if it 's on a community level or your own backyard or yeah. a neighbor or whatever else, it is actually okay to say you want to help others and do good and have a purpose.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't have to be enormous. I mean, I I remember when I first started the Pads for Pads initiative, someone actually said to me, well, you know, you're just one person and you've got a really small business, you know, what sort of impact do you think you're going to make? And I thought about it and I learned that, well, yeah, alone I I probably can't make a big impact but I'm fortunate that I can use my, my business and my experience as a platform Mm-hmm. Um, to drive greater positive change. And so I realized that, you know, collectively, if we all band together, we can do some pretty amazing things. Exactly.
0: Um So, again, it's just about finding, you know, finding those right people yep. that will come on the journey with you. And finding your true north and things yeah. that you're really excited about. So I'm going to put all these wonderful nuggets of information and also some information on the the Pads for Pads initiatives and great photos um, and some links, not only on the video on YouTube, but also on the podcast show notes, and links back to Mia's website, Facebook pages, yeah. and everything else where you can get con- you can get in contact, you can get inspired. There's always a comments box at the bottom of my yeah. um, blogs and podcasts. So I really, you know, ask you guys if you've got questions or you're inspired or you just want to know how Mia did it or whatever else, write us a note. Sure. And, and we will you know, it might take a couple of days, but I promise to get back to you. Yeah. Um, you've got my commitment on that and I'll personally reply and I'll ensure that Mia gets everything as well we're here to help you achieve your personal best and to inspire you to think differently so absolutely yeah. Anything else, Mia, or do you reckon that we've wrapped up everything? We could talk all day, really. Yeah. We haven't even <laughs> spoken about Hutch or Roxy yet, but we will come <laughs> back to that. Thank you so much again, and I, I really can't wait to watch the, the evolution of Moxie and the evolution of you as an entrepreneur and, and, and you in the business world and just uh, as a philanthropist giving back as well, and it's exciting to see it, and, and I can't wait to contribute and to share all that you're doing with, with my clients as well and create a really beautiful collaboration of quality um, and just living a good good life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks and till next time. Thank all right, you. guys, you can get the rest of my show notes on the VitalityCoach.com.au. There'll be photos, links, and everything else. As always, you can subscribe to the Vitality Coach TV on YouTube, um, and I'll put all the links down below. If you are in the U.S. in the West Coast or the East Coast, I will be doing my book launch. Dates will be there with a the pre-registration, and you'll be sure to see some Moxie featuring in many of the comments, posts, and links with everything I do. Thank you, Mia, and thanks for listening, guys, and watching. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my eBooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.